<laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> I'm playing the <laughs> well. I'm playing the song in the background. The, the video is, is yeah. It's it's nuts. It is giving me giving me the uh, seizure. But the lines with the line with the song that sounds all for the eyes is really good. This is absurd. Should make that the, the eighth game. And so on. <laughs> yeah, it'd be easier than the, the safari by itself. Over 2,000 notes. Gee, okay, that's just silly. Did <laughs> you put raging as usual? That is silly. Beautiful. It's, it's fine art, truly. Very silly. All right, well, uh, I don't have my lights on. Shoot. Hello, everybody. Oh. Hi. How are you? You know, here. It wasn't raining in Florida? Yeah, it's actually raining in Orlando. Uh, I saw quite a wicked light show with all the lightning going on. Yeah, I'm getting the same thing. My power just went out. Like five minutes ago. Yeah, I was at a Taco Bell like fifteen minutes ago, and as, as soon as I walked in, the lights were flickering. That's scary. I Taco Bell in a while. I can go for some Taco Bell right now. <laughs> I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at, I'm at the Taco, I'm at Taco, Bell. Taco Bell. I am going to get my light. So give me one second. I'll be right back. Uh, we are actually already recording, guys. Yay! <laughs> I use that Safari song as my intro. The shotgun into B-side Safari? Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> That's why I was enjoying that. But yeah, uh, today's a little different. Uh, a little personal life update, I guess, while, while I'm here. But basically, this weekend I'm going to be flying to Boston for a week. Well, 10 days. And I won't be here next I probably won't be available next uh, Wednesday or Thursday to record a podcast. But since we're just about to hit our 15th episode, um, I wanted to do something special. And I didn't really get time to do that, like sort of prepare for it, because I'm getting ready for school. And since I'm not going to be here next weekend, or next week rather, I'd rather delay that episode a bit. So we have a bit more time to, to prep it. But... uh. Essentially, this week, we're just going to be doing a discussion. We're going to be recording friends talking to each other. I thought about not saying anything, just letting you guys talk the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) But I I do want to let you guys know that you are now being recorded. This is officially our podcast. I'm just calling this one Open Discussion, and it is technically episode 14.5, for those keeping count. Um. We've mentioned it before, but episode 15 is going to be like the the big deal with Mr. Kevin over there providing most of the content. Oh, baby! Oh, I, oh, I thought it was sponsored by Texas. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be sponsored by Lettuce, Kevin, you name it. We're going Do all you have over a topic the place. For episode 15 yet? Oh, it's big, man! You haven't been listening to the other episodes, I imagine. I'll have to go back through them. So, like this whole <laughs> this whole channel started off as a as a meme. I'm I'm sure you're aware of the Burger King foot lettuce meme. Yes. Uh, so that's how this channel started, basically as a joke. Like the concept of this, of this meme channel that we sort of taken over for the podcast. Uh, we had a very specific <laughs> header at the st- top of the Discord channel with. Oh, it's still there. I just I, I emojis. Oh yeah, it's it's good, but we're gonna save that extended discussion for the the actual episode day. Uh, I was trying to get some things together for something special. Uh, it might not work out, but if it does, it'll be great. So I'll keep that a secret until it actually happens. But anyway, uh, yeah, um, man. Well, what's up? I was gonna say a good topic if we wanted one is the fact that I don't know if we just haven't really talked about it. Like between the last time we really talked and now, we got. 2DX Rootage, uh, Gidora's sequel, all those 
big sequels announced aside from like nostalgia. I haven't really talked about them. <laughs> so you guys want to talk about those new games coming up? Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, I mean, Rootage just got announced between the last episode and this one. Milady, you will never guess who is in Two DX Twenty Six. Does his name start with P and end in Order Robinson? <laughs> so you'll you'll never guess. I've only been told about thirty times <laughs> that Porter Robinson is in Two DX Twenty Six. Did you hear? It's, it's Porter Robinson. He's in 2DX now. My God. Do you have an air horn sample? So if we say that, like, <laughs> as if it's a big surprise, can you just, like, go off on that? Or the Inception horn? Uh, actually, I have it on my phone. I mean, I could... <laughs> if you... Hold on, I'm trying to upload a photo first. There you go. Yep, there it is. That's that's my favorite photo. That should be the song title, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear? I'm a 2DX now. There you go. Sure. I'm, I'm prepared. Uh, so I guess I should go ahead and introduce the people since I haven't done it. It's a smaller group, and that's okay. But it's a bunch of regulars. Jahan's here. Kevin's here. Isaac, a.k.a. LMTTN's here. I should add that to my name on the server. Yeah, why not? You should. Uh, Mecca's here. Raven. And Wart's here, but he's actually at work. Uh, he has a new pair of headphones, apparently. I haven't done a mic check. Does he sound okay? Do you sound okay, Wart? It's mic muted. Yeah, I know, but he said he switched. He brought a different pair of headphones or something. Um, it was pretty loud. He said he had a lot of background noise. Oh, okay. Well, Wart's here. He's still working, but he wanted to listen in, so I appreciate it. Uh, ISO dropped in for a second, and then he left because he's he, ISO bombed. Because he's, he's a bunny. Uh, but yeah, okay, we can talk about the look test. Uh, what do you guys like about? Porter Robinson 26. <laughs> uh, the fact that you can set like a green number range. I, I still, I'm, I'm still not entirely sure what that's going to do. I haven't seen it in action. I've seen the little uh, marquee, not the marquee, but the little cabinet pop thing describing it. So I'm not entirely sure what it does. I probably won't know until I see someone use it. Um, I hope it's just a button press. Instead of trying to do a hold start turntable thing, yeah, like anything to keep me from having to do that. I'm not asking for something, obviously. Yeah, oh. we can hear you. Hey, there you go. <clears throat> um, is it too noisy? I'm outside right now. Yeah, actually, it's on fun. That's fine. It'll be a lot worse if I go back into my restaurant, but um, I'm excited about Rootage and Porter Robinson. It sounds fun. Porter Robinson, the game. My only complaint about the song they chose is, uh, I, I don't know, it's kind of slow-paced, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, is that just virtual self-music in general? You know, uh, I'm, I'm going to drop, drop a hot take warning. But, I, you know, I never thought Paul Robinson or virtual self were that interesting. Um, I thought virtual self was kind of typical, not ambient. The sort of down-tempo. <laughs> well, it's not it's not really typical. Like in the in the world of music production and and DJs, it's not that typical. I mean, it's it's very much like if one of us started a career in music, that's what virtual self would be. Yeah, I mean, and like, the, I guess in in the context of a lot of stuff that comes with 2DX, especially a lot of licenses, he's kind of out of the norm since he's not like a full-on EDM type. Yeah, and, and I mean, let's let's be straightforward. Like it's it's a project, right? It's not it's not. It's not him. Virtual, virtual self is him, but it is a, a pseudonym, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a specific... He's, he's looking for a specific sound, and it's very yeah. much BMS, DDR, video game, that type of yeah. stuff. Kind of like back when I had five different pseudonyms for music. So, I mean, I, I think it's great. I mean, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, I... Yeah, virtual self, like, what Porter's doing is essentially what I... like. He, a lot of the music he has played in his sets... Yeah, you know, we've talked, maybe we talked about this. I feel like I've talked to somebody about it, but like you know, he, well, he drops remixes of like Quasar in his set. Uh, it's Lane, like the anime Lane, Serial Experiments Lane, the Duvet opening remix it's from Siberia. He he's done uh, Look to the Sky remixes, you know. So it's like it's all sorts of like that era, you know, early two thousands 
era of of influences and music and stuff that I, you know, frankly, I, I listened to and enjoyed back then. So it's kind of funny that he's so like unabashedly, you know, using that as an influence for, to make new music and and also dropping the influences in there as well. So it's, I mean, in that way, it's cool and also familiar. Like I'm not really super familiar with the rest of Porter Robinson's stuff. Like I know he did the Sad Robot song or whatever it's called, Sad Machine. Yes. And like that one's like super popular, and he did that uh, thing with Madion or the Anime Project. Shelter. Yeah, Shelter. Everybody loves that. A million remixes of Shelter, and like I'm I'm somewhat familiar with that stuff, but it's not like I don't listen to the guy's music regularly. I mean, maybe I should. I'm sure there's a bunch of cool tracks, but like yeah, like the track they chose for uh, for Rootage. You guys know the title of it? Particle Arts particle arts yeah people have there was, there was a real there was the real one and then there was like a hoax song list that had a different porter a different virtual self song yeah this it's this video like people was like uh, somebody said it best they said that the video was giving them primary vivid feels <laughs> you know like circa 6 2dx6 style uh, I will I will give Porter Robinson credit. He has the kind of correct English that Bamani is known for, like perfectly down. If you've ever seen like the uh, the descriptions on the on the videos and stuff on the videos, like in the work in the videos itself, like the one for Eon Break, it's like the Technic Angel is crying. What is its meaning? <laughs> like he has the sort of correct English down, so I'll give him that. Yeah, it's very <laughs> it's kitschy. Like it's kitschy for anybody. It's it's an in joke kitschy feeling for people who know. And for the normies who just go to EDM shows for dancing and stuff like that, they they don't care either way, right? Like, at least that's the feeling I get. It's kind of like a wink, wink, not done. I was gonna say they probably go to those shows for drugs, not dancing. Yeah, right. Well, the experience. <laughs> Speaking of normies, may I go com- completely derail this to talk about my experience at the Dave and Buster's? Okay. <laughs> okay, so I, I it's like my second time going to the, the, the Nashville Dave and Buster's since they put Ace in. I, I don't go to Nashville that often, but um, I went and I brought my EMU's card and I played some DDR sets um, with some other people who also play regularly. Okay. Um, and and watching other, I've watched some some people who. Clearly, we're not into DDR. Play, play Ace, right? And people were failing lesson by DJ. I think that happens. I didn't know you could actually fail that. I didn't know there were enough arrows to actually fail that song. You, you can't. Fa- you can't literally fail it. You can get all, a a empty meter. Lesson by DJ was done by Scotty D, wasn't it? Like is, he, is he there anymore? Uh, I don't know if he's there now. I, I think he's. I think he works for Namco now, actually. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so I saw. I, I saw people basically fail lesson by DJ. Um. I saw. No. I think it was like. I think everyone tried to use the screen as a test screen. Because our machine doesn't have the this is not a touchscreen sticker next to it. I don't know. It does have giant arrow buttons and a start button. So I mean, maybe they're just dumb. So so there was there was that there was. I, I guess the fact that everyone played that one Pharrell Williams song. Happy. Happy. Yeah. Never into it. There it goes. Oof. Oh, lesson, lesson by DJ Mark Scott Dahl's final appearance in a Bimani song. And then he left after that. Um, pe- people really go to town on those pads, too. They, they stomp like crazy. That's, I mean, that's a given, though. Like like lifting their knees up to their up to their chins and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's... Hit one that's, arrow. That's like standard <laughs> operating procedure for... I'm going to a convention in a couple of weeks, and I'm hoping that they have a, a DDR cab. Be like my one hope to see one in town. What convention? It's in Clarksville. It's some. I think it's. I don't even know what it's called. This my friend called me. He was like, "Hey, have ten bucks for going to this convention." 
It's a one-day thing. Oh, Lord. Scotty D is 48 years old. Goodness. Yeah, it's some, exactly. It's some no-name con. Okay. Scotty D was 32 at the at the time that DDR Max was released. He had already been at Konami for four years by then. And so if you do the math, he's he's 48 now. <laughs> nice. And I think he's working as a producer at Bandai Namco. Anyway, that is the end of me. Uh, well, thank you, for, thank you for sharing. No problem. <laughs> uh, before that, I was going to say it's funny with particle arts on rootage. Like, wow, it's a meme that poor Robinson is in. Like, and somehow that almost overshadowed the fact that we have Melia doing Russian hard bass memes as a song yeah, with some, the uh, yeah yeah with yeah. the uh, tracksuits and uh, please to do the power stance when playing as possible, which yeah, is the, hilarious. It's the Slav look or whatever. Yeah, so I'm pretty used to terrible stances while playing uh, Beat Mania, so I'm going to go attempt to do that when it comes out. <laughs> terrible stance. <laughs> I haven't gotten around hearing the song yet. Does it sample Bandit Radio? <laughs> what? Why don't you remind the listeners uh, of your, your famous positions, Kevin? I, I just want people to know. Uh, so back when <laughs> I played 2DX, uh, the U.S. version on the PS2, I didn't have a great position for where my TV is set. One, I'm playing on a TV that adds about 80, 90 milliseconds latency to any standard definition signal, which is already a not good start for Beat Mania. Oh, but based on where my PS2 is located and where the floor is, I didn't always have like a chair or table. So I just kind of put it on the ground. And sometimes, you know, I like kind of lean over cross leg, but sometimes I would just play prone, which felt like the right thing to do for the Metal Gear Solid theme. Because I made, made me feel like I was sneaking around while also playing the loudest music possible. <laughs> so, I feel like since I've already gotten uh, prone playing 2DX down, I go. it can only go up from there if I'm doing slob squats while uh, playing 2DX. You have to break out the stools, but then instead of sitting on them, you'll just squat down from the stool. And you play- I, I'm, At that point, I'm almost doing the Ariana Grande pose. God, I, knew so- I knew something was wrong with my playing position because I really do lean over cross-legged over my controller on the floor. But but can you play Drum Mania Pro? That's a good question. Uh, it's those it's those uh it's those kick pads. Although if I can get my shoulders right, I might try. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd have to hook up that uh, flat travel uh, rock band travel kit, but I think we can make this work. That's what's got me hesitant about getting a Dramania KOC is because I want to play it, but my TV is on the floor. Yeah, that'll be difficult. So I'd, I'd have to be like <laughs> looking over the drum set down at the floor. It's, it reminds me of those, uh, you know, those computers at like school sometimes, like they'll put the monitor like in the table for privacy or whatever. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> awful. So you like, like end up playing Dramania, like looking straight down. I mean, I have to stand up for it. <laughs> I mean... Playing drums that way isn't unheard of. Like at uh, concerts where they have to sync to footage, they usually have the monitor forty-five degrees up to give you a sync signal to know what to play with. Yeah, but are you playing? Are you playing Drum Mania during a concert? That's the real question. Well, they're also assuming you're pro enough that you don't really need to look at the monitor. It's just there for effort. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the guy from Jesus and Mary Chain plays drums standing up, so if he can do it, I can do it, right? So yeah, there is a uh, in yeah. the Top Ranker two thousand eight. One of the players decided to play standing up because there was only one kick pedal at that time. That is crazy. It is possible. He did an Apollo T2 miracle version too. Like it wasn't like some easy song. <laughs> I haven't seen Top Breaker 08, but I have seen was it last year's Chaos KAC where the guy dropped his drumstick in the middle of a song. That, yeah, that it was like the that's a, yeah. happened. Yeah, that, that, that's a regular occurrence though. Like, well, not I might say regular, but it, it has happened more than once. It happened to the guy who was standing up playing Model FG2 Miracle version. <laughs> oh, <of God. laughs> right, like so, in your belt so, loops. Real quick, uh, you know, I haven't heard the whole Rootage, uh, all the songs yet, but I did see, I guess it's Urban Constellations. I'm sorry, no, Day of Jubilations. That's the one I'm thinking of. It has all the little trans things in it. That's pretty cool. You guys, you know, you know what I'm talking about? 
No, I've heard very little from Verbage. I've heard that one song that sucked, but I forgot the name. What, uh, let's see. It was a license. I think it was one with the dubstep drops. I, okay, that you're like describing <laughs> a relicensed track in recent oh period of history. Check, Let, check, check this out. Know what I'm talking about. It's got little trend like references. It's really cute. Oh, that song, the one with like the dog, the girl that gets the tran doll present. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm about to find the name. Like every major tran reference, like in the video, like the first couple overlays, and then it's got the girl. She looks like her. It's really cute. I thought that was a cute video. And then the other song was Serious. Everybody loves that. I think Serious was the one that I'm, I was talking about. Yeah, was the, the, the really goofy video. That that. Yeah, that, that's serious. That amazing video is what you, what you meant to say. Looks like a Tim and Eric skit. Yeah, it really does. It's like Japanese Tim and Eric. I love it. Well, I, since Ron Rouge, can we pour two out? I was going to say one out, but I'm looking at the removals list. One for Dancing Into the Night. Is okay, okay. I, I understand you just started playing TDX, but nobody plays those songs anymore. And I love Good Cool. Good Cool is Master of House. He's the best. <laughs> I think every... Hasn't, most of Good Cool's contribution to DX have, have been taken out at this point, haven't they? No, the good, good Cool didn't. A lot, some have, like the older ones. Spin the Disc, I think, is gone. Yeah, but uh, he no, he wasn't like ceremoniously like you know executed. Uh, you mean unceremoniously, so unceremoniously executed like Na- Naoki was. Naoki was. Now he's got like Good Cool. I mean, there's some good songs like Your Body got removed, but isn't Drop on the Floor still there? Did that one finally get removed? Um, You're gonna go out and do what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, girl. Let's hang out. Um, Blowing my heart away is gone. That one's a shame. I really like. Uh, Jeff, blame Cooper. blame is still in the game. Yeah, blame blame still blame there. is still in. So I, it wasn't a license thing, I guess. Since pretty, 2007. Yeah, I was about to say 2007 still in there. I was um, the one still in there because doubles beginners need something to play. Yeah, the the only other one besides gamble. <laughs> yeah, man. Good Cool's Master of House. <laughs> I guess as an aside, do, do you want to tell the Master of <laughs> the Master of House story, John? Do you? Do you I don't, oh I don't, my god! I don't think we okay. ever talked about that. I can talk about this. I do remember this. So there was a guy that we knew. Uh, it was later in my college uh, career, so to speak, and fairly late in Hector's. And uh, a guy that was really enthusiastic about 2DX, and he's still around. Uh, you want me to give names? Uh, I mean, we can just call him first name. That's fine. Like, all right, we'll just call him Ruben. Yeah. He's still around in the community here and there, but um, his name's Ruben, and he 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 really loved him some good cool. Uh, <laughs> and he's he's uh, he's from Indonesia, so he has a bit of an interesting accent. Um, he has really small hands too. I know. I wish he still had that video that you just <laughs> recorded that just like just just him playing two DX. And, and then you just say Ruben has baby hands, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> he did have small hands, he but he was fun. he was able to play, you know, decently. But he, he would uh, he would say stuff like "Good cool is the master of house," and uh, and other such things. And he was he was all about good cool. He loved it. He was enthusiastic about everything though. Like he we uh, I just said you know I really I like corn. He'd just be like corn is so fucking good. Yeah, so like <laughs> he was just a very interesting guy. So that, that's a, that's a <laughs> real <laughs> picture. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think just between like some of us, we were just sort of joking about how enthusiastic Ruben was. And I said, you know, you could probably just tell him that real was made by good cool. And he'd say it was the best <laughs> real by Aya. <laughs> yeah. Real by Aya. <laughs> he's like, Oh, he's masterful use of the monster sample. So good. Master of house. He's a master of house. <laughs> to the point that we said it so much that we actually like confused him to the point that he had to ask us, "Did I actually say that?" <laughs> it became something of like an inside joke that we just joked about all the time, and I think we were we were probably on that road trip. We were going to Texas, I think. Yeah, you just decided to call him. We we called him up. We you know caught up for a bit because we hadn't heard from him for a while. And then, and then, like we start talking about that, and then yeah, that, that's when he was just like gaslighted instantly. Like he didn't. It's like, did I really say that? Like, like he was questioning his own reality. It was really great. So yeah, good, <laughs> real. Uh, if you've played 2DX before, old. This is an older song. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and play a, a snippet of it. 
But yeah, <clears throat> imagine us telling him that this is by good cool. <laughs> and then him having... Yeah, good cool could do, could do no wrong, basically. <laughs> oh, oh, he also was the source of... Uh, he, he was uh, playing 8th style CS. And oh yeah, I forgot I about come that. Into the, I come into the... Okay, so a little bit of background knowledge. We were all at Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech has this little student recreation area called Tech Rec. It used to have arcade machines, but by this time, all the arcade, our arcade machines, arcade machines are gone. And they'd replaced it with some TVs, and you could bring your own console if you wanted, but it was mostly just for Xboxes that they had there. Tons of people played Halo 2, networked on that. I'm sure it was a lot of fun if you like Halo. But um, I, we would, you know, a lot of us who were into, you know, Beat Mania would just bring our like PS2, either modded or Japanese or whatever, and play the games. So I come into Tech Rec, and he's already there, because Ruben never left the chair that he always was on. Yeah. There's a reason that he was only there for one year, because <laughs> he did not go to classes. He just sat in this one chair, and there was, like, a permanent butt indentation from Ruben. Um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like there, a leather chair. Yeah, I walk in there. It was one of those, like, cloth back, like, cushion chairs. They're right, not right. Like, but, like, like faux leather. Yeah, and yeah. you <laughs> I came into the tech rec because of course Ruben was there and he's playing 2DX and he just, he finishes the song and looks at me and he goes, Oh, this song of du- Nabula Grasshopper is so bossed. <laughs> <laughs> Nabula Grasshopper. It's, it's, it's so it, boss or so balls? It's so balls. balls. <laughs> and, and then, <coughs> Nabula Grasshopper. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's Nebula. He's like, ah, fuck English. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Nebula. Yeah, and like that's when I noted that he had the baby hands because like the, that song has like a lot of scales. It's pretty dense, you know, chart in general. And because of his baby hands, he sort of had to like roll his wrists and like spread his fingers out as far as they could in order to get the scales. I'm doing it in front of the camera, but whenever you guys, <laughs> yes, like yeah, he really did. Like as someone witnessed to it, yes, he had to like swivel his wrists around. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's doing good. Shout out to to Ruben. And heard from him in a minute. I might, you know, I still have his phone number. I could probably call him up someday and see if he's still around. Should do it right now. <laughs> nah, nah, it's too, a little bit too late for that. Maybe in the future. Maybe episode fifteen. Maybe. Oh man. So uh, I, I see Ryan's uh, slipped in there. Hey, what's up? You're laughing at our good cool stories. Do you have any yeah. good stories about? old days you want to share we were talking about 2dx rootage we're sort of just doing an open discussion right now no man i have nothing right now on me did you did you get did you get to listen to any of the rootage videos or any of the songs yeah um let me take a look at the song list because i don't really remember what any of the songs are called well did did you hear i don't know if you heard but there's this guy called porter robinson and he's in 2dx now (laughs) oh yeah can you guys hear me? Yeah, no comment. Okay, now, now I mean, good for him though. I I think it's it's really awesome that uh, he started out with probably DDR or Stepmania. He definitely liked Bimani for a while. It's really, really, really a good feeling to finally be able to like get into that, um, like legitimately. Um, but I do think Konami is trying to branch out to America right now, and I think they're just going to use him as a poster child to get people to play the game. I'm okay with it. It's a win-win, basically. But that's kind of just how I see it. If that's what it takes to get to the excellent day on Busters. I mean, but why would they try and market it to U.S. players? Like, I mean, obviously, that's that not what they're talking Yeah, but that was like 20,000 years ago. You guys remember the 2DX Gold location test? I think you just said that. I, I was, I did not. I don't think it came to my day from Busters. No, it was. I think. I think it was. was, was yeah, it was Brunswick in a Brunswick zone. It was one uh, in like Illinois, New Jersey, right? Naperville, yeah, in Illinois. <clears throat> Which also got the other. Uh, the round one is in Naperville as well. Now. Well, they they got the the guitar freaks. Uh, yeah, I was like, there was a think there was a V four. Yeah, I think there was there was there was a guy that was trying to promote the location test, and he kept saying, "Oh, well, if you like 
beat mania 2dx and you put money into that you should put money into this racing game too and people are like uh no that's my biggest fear with this round one coming up in louisville is like i'm gonna go there and it's gonna be just a bunch of like rothville's fast and furious machines is louisville really closer to you than atlanta yes i'm at the very top of tennessee wow so it's it's at least an hour shorter Yeah, Facebook or Facebook. Tennessee is a pretty big state. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, round one is like guaranteed to have 2DX, DDR, Sound Voltex pretty much at a minimum, right? Yeah, not all of them have Gitarra, but like those have always been everywhere. I, I hope I hope they have Gitarra because I would like to play them. Um, I would like to play. I like to play Voltex because I never. I, I, I'm hoping they have Poppin, but I'm not holding my breath for that one at all. Well, I mean, if they have it, it's going to be offline. That's not offline yet. No, but like they don't like we have a pop in at our round one, and it's it's stuck at Fantasia because it was yep. before our EMUs oh. was required. Oh, yeah, because of like some licensing garbage. It's the oh, reason yeah. they don't bring over tune of them. I or mean, most of the a lot of a lot a lot a lot of the song list on pop in is it it is like anime licenses. Yeah, they're not even covers; they're just straight licenses. Well, same some. with UB. There's tons of anime licenses in. How oh, are they going to get that sweet, sweet Evangelion money without without paying for it? Yeah, there is an offline UB clan in my state. Donde está oh, yeah, el but... el Hubit? Jose's house. It's in Jose's yeah. house. <laughs> the thing that sucks though is that yeah. it's offline. The Mexican uh, restaurant. It's offline, but it's not in event mode, which is so dumb. So what means you have a time limit for every stage select. Dude. TJ Din told me this story about Jose yesterday. Uh-oh. About how, like, he bought this, like, $19 burrito. And... <laughs> what? <laughs> no, they were, like, they were ordering Mexican... They had, like, ITG night at TJ's house. Okay. And Jose apparently saw on the menu they had like an $18 burrito and he was like well shit I have to get this <laughs> so he bought it and it was like this length of the party platter burrito and apparently he <laughs> ate the entire thing what and then, the and then he played in the groove that night uh, that's gross it's just like the most Jose thing ever spend an exorbitant amount of money on a burrito and then eat it all that's amazing. Oh, Jesus. So since we were talking about Hubi, is there anyone who actually cares and knows anything about Pesto? It's got I too epic. I, I love Pesto. I put it I, in I, I love I love Hubi, Hubi, so The pops are a, ugly though. It, it, the the theme is ugly. I, I will be honest. The theme that. is also ugly. Cubell is my favorite. Prop is the best looking and it doesn't there's it's not close. Prop, it's a, it's too bright for me. I don't know. I like the the minimal look of Cubell. I, I think know. what sucks is that Musica has a really nice aesthetic, but it just Dude, doesn't work well. Music is cab. Like if you remove the spinners, the music is cab is like the sexiest cab. But like the spinners, they're just freaking ugly, dude. I, I heard it feels like slapping Tupperware, but I've never played it. I was, I was about to say that's honestly right. You haven't played it yet. Well, we got Raven Mac in here. Hi. Raven Mac is next to the last living musical player. Who we also have a guy on the server that calls himself that. But Raven Mac's actually really good. He's our shots fired. Did He's you our... guys get uh, Did you guys get offline kits or uh, Bishibashi conversions? It's going to be offline kids. kids. Said. I don't know if they've gotten them yet. I, you know, I would like to try it at some point. So I guess I, I'm not. I'm not holding out hope that an offline Musaka is going to come to Louisville. And I wish they didn't put both the music machines around that support pole because I kind of wanted to try to play two at a time. Just wait, for wait, the hell of it. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> play play two, two at the same time? Musaka doubles. Doubles, yeah. <laughs> Like, honestly, music is not that hard, so it might be possible. When going through all the missions, I had to play a whole bunch of uh, easy and medium songs, so I was just fucking around, just play one-handed. Oh, was that like before two, one and then one half came out, and you um, had to play all the missions? 
Uh, I was just doing the missions just for the hell of it. Oh, Damn, couldn't see. even get to two. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, it's understandable, to be honest, because music of one, like one plus one half was okay. You can knock on the gameplay itself, but one was just unplayable. The thing is, you know, I've seen a decent amount of gameplay of one and a half, but I'm not sure, like, what... The difference was? No, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure what... <laughs> Spit it out, man. Out. I'm, trying, I'm trying to formulate my words, like, what gap in the rhythm game genre this is supposed to fill, or, like... Musica? Upside yeah. Down Beat Mania. Three. I, yeah, I don't think there's any off. gap. I think that Konami's just trying to, like, create a gap. Because, I mean, there's no gap for Sound Voltex, right? But it created yeah, this true. whole subset of, you know, weeaboo big titty lollies. I see. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> Thank you. They were having competitions for people to design characters to put into the game. Yeah. And for artists to make songs for it. I but, will say, even though I've never played this, uh, I've got to be beef with it. Well, I I think the niche that Musica was supposed to fill was that it, they wanted to make it hard to pirate because the 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 yeah. the button like, input okay, let's system, throw a pedal in there too. Why yeah, not? So well, pedals and spinning buttons and all sorts of ridiculous like nonsense. So, and I think I mean I don't know it. It's not the worst looking game, I, it, but I think it comes from the Sound Voltix school of design. It, it a lot, uses a lot of two D elements and with like the hallway thing. That sound Voltex does kind of. So it's yeah, but like the, very thing, the weird thing is about I mean, like I've, the lanes. I've seen, I've seen someone make a Misaki controller. I saw it a couple months ago. No, yeah. no, I, I'm not saying you can't make one. I'm just saying yeah. it's it's not like you could buy some easy to find off the shelf parts like a 2DX controller or buttons. This hot DJ or it's not like Dow is ever going to make a music controller. Yeah. That's just, my that's just my own pet theory. I, I'm, just I'm, grab the. Uh, whole board when they're doing conversion to Bishibashi. Right, yeah. For every for every uh for every musica they convert, there's one spinner button left over. So if you got five musicas you can make enough for You know, when my when I was in Japan I saw them converting I was playing Sound Voltex right next to the musica that the tech person was converting. And I really wanted to go like grab the marquee but I didn't want to get like arrested for stealing out of the trash. I mean you can you can guide and smash just that that would be a little bit too hard of a smash. <laughs> also, how would you carry it back? You just fold it into your luggage? Yeah, I mean the music, the the like prop the prop the um pop thing is just like cardboard. Mm-hmm. It's like the Sound Voltex topper. Mm. Cuz the the Konami <laughs> yeah, sticker you carry is, <laughs> the Konami sticker is uh, built into like the frame around the monitor. It's really weird. Yeah, there's no actual marquee like most other games. Yeah, I feel you know, like I, I feel like that the the cabinet design was very um, efficient. It was very minimal and efficient. That that's the impression I get from it. Here's one, one interesting thing. Graphics. I thought they were nice and minimal looking. It looked. I mean, it looked nice. I love the lines in it and everything. Oh, yeah. I was. Plus, the soundtrack was absolutely incredible. Yeah, like, the soundtrack's pretty good. I hope that I hope that every song from Musica gets put into Sound Voltex <clears throat> because it would be a shame if all those great songs went to waste. It'll definitely go to Poppin' because that's where every song goes from dead franchises. <laughs> well, Beatstream went all to Ubeat, right? Oh, we got a bunch of Beatstream stuff in DDR. DDR. Like, it went to 2DX and DDR. Like, there was some crossover there. I mean, where else would I have heard Bacchanata Testorier 30 times? I think what I really didn't like about Musica, though, is I couldn't understand the interface and how to navigate intuitively. Eh. I, yeah, I, I mean, would, pretty much all B-Money games have that problem at the beginning, right? Yeah. Like 2 it's, it's really, really, really confusing when you have, like, five different spinners. Only each spinner, like, does something different on the screen. It was not helpful at all. I'm but- you it like not said, you say the exact same thing about 2DX, right? 2DX like if we weren't also used interface. to the punishment mm. that is 2DX's interface. I don't play 2DX, so I, every time I see credit on there, it's like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah, Poppin, I was, Poppin was that way for me for a it's while, like too. It's like loading high speed in 2DX, if you don't know anything about the menus, it's going to take you like... 15 minutes to figure out how to turn it on. Well, I think most people shouldn't have to deal with that until they actually understand the game. 
Like, well, yeah, I, but I just want to know how good. to pick a song in music. I still was not able to figure that out easily. Oh, dude, I don't know what to say then. How Maybe I'm just options are not very smart. Only one of the spinners actually went up and down. Yeah, I was gonna say like I feel I feel like maybe like the far left one or the far right one or something was bottom right. Bottom right was used for like scrolling through song lists and then yep. right. And there's another one that went to some sort of sort, but then yeah, either like the top top left or uh, uh, top right and bottom. No, top left does uh, categories. Top right did sorting. Bottom left went between the free play and the mission. There you go. Yeah, I, I didn't feel that lost the first time I played. I one I, thing I find annoying is even even on the uh, even when you just play it, it when you go to play your third song, it it has to mention, oh, you can play uh, the missions by pushing this button and spinning it around. Oh, by the way, here's a game feature. Yeah, (laughs) even though the game's offline, you can't save your progress. You can do it. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say the. uh, I did figure out how to change it from the alternate lane, the zigzag lane, to the straight lane. Pretty like on my first try. Oh yeah. So that and I feel like there's like maybe an on-screen prompt or something. Yeah, there are some other options if you hold down the uh, the paddle. And I was just about to say that. I think most people who have been playing Mimani games for a while intuitively know that in most cases, can I say that comfortably? In a lot of cases, if you hold the start button before the song starts, it brings you to some menu. I learned that from DDR. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a holdover from DDR. Like I know Guitar Freaks does that and Drum Mania does that. And at least for Musica, if you know which spinner is does what for the menu, you can just hold down, hold it down for like a second yeah. and just change it real quick. And I mean, by extension, 2DX like allows you to change stuff by holding the start button in the menu. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. like it, that. That seems to be like the language of UI and. Most of those games, I feel like every game has that. Poppin is a little bit different. Poppin, you have to tap it again while the song is loading or something. And I think it's been hmm. that. Way. I thought you just had to press like both of the yellows or whatever. Yeah, you press either both yellows if you're on, I think maybe Fantasia or Prior. Yeah, it depends on the yeah, game. <clears throat> but there's also two whites you can press for older games as well, and that brings up the Ojama menu. Yeah, that's it. Um, newer games don't need the whites. You just have to push the yellows. And I think you can use... Can't you use the numpad now on, on Poppin for navigation? You change your sudden plus. Okay. Yeah, it, it actually opens up extra options. Slight changes, um, but, but yeah. So so you hit the two yellows to open up the option menu. You press one of the buttons on the number pad, and it gives you more options to add on to it that don't go away unless you press the button again. And then... When you're in a song, if you have, happen to put hidden plus or sudden plus on, you can turn it on and off easily by pressing one of the n- numerical buttons. And that's it. That's popping. It's really not much else. Did Dan Evo have anything like that, Kevin? I forget. Uh, options? Nope. It was you, you get four difficulties, and that's it. I don't know what you make. Well, I guess you can do like hide all the prompts. But that I mean, is the fourth like, difficulty. That's like the only option I can think of. <laughs> you know, Sound Voltex is actually kind of an outlier because the only thing that the start button does is lets you change high speed. That's it. And if you lock your high speed, there's no use for it whatsoever. Right. All the menuing is like, there's not much to do. You know, all you need to do is either turn normal clear or hard clear, or you can change where your early or late thing shows up. But that's pretty much it. And you can you turn on a mirror, but that's you about don't have it. To pay a fee for your fast slow. No, it's all all in the menus. You can change the laser colors and stuff like that too, or is that EMUs only? Oh yeah, you can do that as well. But that's all done like in song select. You press both FX buttons, and it'll bring up that little menu. Uh, okay. Cool. Well, I don't know how we got on this topic. We're we're all over the place tonight. 
uh, Ryan was talking about how it was hard to do Musica. Musica is hard. Anyway, I wanted to elaborate on something that you were saying about Musica earlier. Yeah, and how you said it filled the niche of being hard to hard to pirate. An interesting thing is, is you know, Guitar Freaks has and Drum Mania have been around forever, and those are near impossible to pirate. You know, uh, but you don't see many people pirating uh, them. Maybe you should come over to the Guitar Rock Discord. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say that's debatable, only because like it's the cost is expensive, but the parts that you need are you can get them at least for drum mania because yeah another big contrast is that those games did have console releases yeah that sort they of did helped but that doesn't help if you're trying to do anything new i'm talking because, about GX, yeah. gx or whatever only xg yeah. xg and up yeah <clears throat> gx is pump <laughs> <laughs> okay since we mentioned the Thotera, and there is a, a location test that just happened a couple weeks ago all right, let's, with the, lay it the on me. X chain. Lay, lay it on me, bro. Let's hear it. I mean, here. here. Uh, da, da. I'll give you this. It was link. a different color. Can Shut. we give the Guitarra team props for their ability to make completely nonsensical names? Yeah, I, they always do. I like the Guitarra names most out of all the Bivani games. I mean, I like the to Yubi live. names also don't make any sense. Yubi Clan. X chain sounds <laughs> off the chain. Thank you. Fanatics, yeah. try boost, re-evolve. Exactly. Yeah, re-evolve is something special. But um, <laughs> it's it's probably one of the weakest of the Guitarra games, to be fair. Uh, but so I, what I linked was actually the uh, just before the uh, location test happened, there were a bunch of uh, what to expect there, uh, sort of prompts, and that was the sort of the hey, here's some information on where the location test will be in. Cool stuff. There's a lot more customizations around the design. You can actually turn the notes off. Uh, I don't know why you want to do that. Yeah, effectively stealth. But I mean, there's always been effectively stealth in Guitarra. In some of the later Vivian games, there was a 20x high speed, which is just dumb. Completely unreadable. (laughs) Um, Let's see. There was also this new friend. So things that your rivals, I assume, or your friends are playing it will give you a sort of suggestions folder based on what they're playing. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. There's also this new easy assist, but they don't really talk about it much, and no one who, <laughs> who plays and just cares about the location does use it, so I have no idea how it works. The Remy Wiki says it's to turn off certain lanes, but isn't there already an option for that? Yeah, there was an option to do that. You can make it 5, 4, 3, and it'll reduce, it'll reduce the, uh, the skill you'll get by a factor until you get down to, like, 3, and it's, like, 0. Now you get nothing. Because I found all the games. It's a fun game, game, though. I would really enjoy playing that. The auto kick. Did they all have? It's always had an auto auto. Yeah, auto bass and auto hi hat, auto symbol. The old ones had auto hi hat, auto symbol, auto bass. I think there's an auto both pedals. Um, in the new one, any auto anything though will just completely multiply your score by zero. So you don't don't get anything for it. Although in, gu- in guitar, your your auto options are uh, in guitar, your auto options are neck and and uh, and uh, picking for auto. So it's like you just do half of the game. So yeah, there's a good reason to zero out your score on those. I just yeah. put on auto neck last week, and I played through the fire and flames, and I had such a good time. <laughs> like... so... Air, in, terms of, in terms of hyper picking songs, that's actually not too bad. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good way to practice. It's uh, just so much fun. I'm not release. I'm not taking this game seriously whatsoever, and yeah, I sure. love it. <laughs> um, the other video, the other... your mic cut out. Earth oh, should should be this. Sorry, I forgot to keep holding this. <laughs> it was interfering with my ability to click stuff. Jay hands on the click to talk, push to talk. So you guys have the uh, the XG cabs, you said. Yeah, we have the XG one cab, so it's huge and gigantic. Yeah, because I've seen the the guitar and white cabs. Those are those. Oh, I, 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 I already know what you're going to mention on this. <laughs> <clears throat> what? The the image that he just posted. Uh, allow me. Well, while he's queuing it up, I'm going to go ahead and get the image ready. Well, I already just sent the picture. Yeah. That's the new songs that were found at the uh, location test that were right. there. But the uh, one, the the one uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, 
that made me laugh so hard because it's just like, and I think it's the context of what was going on at this time, which there had just been a triple orbit released on Maddox, which is a follow up to double orbit from, <laughs> from a really long time ago. And fire is a Guitar Freaks one song, and then he just makes a fire two. Despacito <laughs> two. Yeah, exactly. Like Electo, Electo play fire two. And you know, I just listened to it actually while people were talking, so I could be prepared for this. It's kind of disappointing. It just sounds like a rearrange of fire. It well, definitely is, but I enjoyed a lot. I mean, was, was, yeah, like gamble two. What did you expect? Gamble two. <laughs> with with gamble hypertime. Two two dunk two. Point two three dunk. Twenty three dunk. Twenty three dunk. Point five nine. Point five nine two. No, you just add one, so it's one point five nine. Point five nine. Point six. Yeah, it's one point five nine. One point five nine, then you round up. So they. I saw on Twitter chat. Six. So I, I did see a lot of Twitter chat, and uh, there's actually a lot of people who do not like the new phrase system, the phrase combo system. Oh yeah, I thought it was is neat. It different. It is different. Like Matt, that was introduced in Maddox. Yeah, and oh. it is different than how it was ever done in terms of scoring, anyway. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I actually kind of like it. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think yeah. it's better than just relying on max combo. Yeah, it's a neat. It's a neat system. But I guess there, okay. So I've heard complaints from people like in the Guitarra Discord. They seem to, it's it's people who missed like most of their misses either came from the beginning or end of songs, so they didn't get hurt that bad. But if you miss a lot of stuff in the middle, the phrase combo is better for you if that makes any sense. Because the the, your, the amount of phrases you combo counts more than your max combo now. So if you actually don't get any phrases, you would have gotten more on the old system pre-Maddocks because you would have just looked at your max combo, and that would be 15% of your score as opposed to the 5 it is now. So it's like reverse Osu. <laughs> I guess I have no idea what that means. Just compared to Bimani and Osu. <laughs> it's like refer- any game from Bimani is reverse Osu. What are you talking about? It's all just Osu, but different instruments, different bodies. <laughs> <laughs> is this Osu? It's like Osu for your feet. Yeah, I will say, I used to have a lot of problems with the combo-based scoring when I was starting out, because I'm like, well, everything else doesn't do this, but I, I don't know, I've just sort of come to accept it. I mean, don't most people still care about percentage, though, most of the time? Mm-hmm. So that's how that percentage is calculated, though. Wait, what? Really? Okay, I'm, that I'm percent, that's skill as percent. Someone, as someone who is not familiar with Katato scoring, is that in the group scoring, or is that different? Is it just, it, but it just happens to be percentages. No, okay, so there's... Um, there's a money score, which makes no sense and changes all the time. Money score uh, it hasn't, it yeah, hasn't yeah. in a while, but it's it's kind of garbage and you don't pay attention to it unless you're doing battle mode because battle mode shifts how uh, the weighting of certain things. Because um, <clears throat> you can when you're playing battle mode, you can pick uh, the normal scoring method, the like weight perfects more than anything else, or weight uh, combo more than it used to be. So, yeah, they, they pay attention to score in the battle mode, but if you're just looking for the percentage that you get from your skill percentage, that's actually calculated with, like, you take 85%, your perfects, like, will count for 85%, any greats you get count for something less, and then your combo was, like, used to be 15%. So, like, yeah, it, it's weighted oh, kind of weird. Know. So if you get 100 so your 100% comes from the fact that you get 85% of your 100% perfects, and then you get 15% of your 100% combo. And when Maddox came out, it took that 15% combo, split it up into 10% phrase combo and 5% max combo. That's kind of whack. It is a little whack. I've just come to accept it, though. <laughs> but I think it's neat, though, because like, what's the trade-off, right? Like, You don't end up losing such a huge percentage for for not getting your max combo, right? But, uh, I don't well, that's, know. that's kind of Maddox. It's I kind more, of feel like one of those more granular. I feel like one of those like X score purists who's like, well, if you only get five misses, then it should still be like ninety seven percent. But I don't know. Well, the X score has always been the only score system to really make sense to me. Well, the Maybe the result the, the the result in Maddox is you you get phrase you get a phrase bar that 
saves, you know, after, after you do it and you get very similar to U-Beat, you can see where you need to work on in specific parts of the song, right? Yeah, yeah I would take the, uh, the yellow bar a bit better than that. That's been there for a while. Yeah. So as the song, every measure is like a little block of color. And if you didn't miss anything in that one measure, you get a yellow block. And if you miss something on that measure, you get a blue block. And you can always see that once you've played the song once and you've you know, got your account, you can look and just see, oh, this is where I played. Like, this is how I did. This is where I missed stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. The phrase system just sort of divides the song into phrases. And if you don't miss anything in the phrase, then you get, yeah, you get one phrase. And for some songs, it's it's great. Like, you, um, uh, what was it? Like the, um, uh, I'm forgetting it. Like Brightness, Darkness, something, the, uh, not the actual song Brightness, Darkness, but there's these, uh, these compilation songs of XG encores and stuff. And those are split up into like fucking a million phrases because there's so many different songs that are sort of uh, put in there. But <clears throat> there's some songs like I can, I think victory is like four phrases. So it's like, don't, don't miss ever or you lose a lot. <laughs> but it, it, it's kind of a mixed bag and a double-edged sword. I mean, it like, I think that concept came from, from Poppin though, didn't it? Poppin started doing that weird little bonus thing for hitting specific for I don't know what determined it, but a couple mixes ago. I mean, maybe Ryan, you, you remember? You know what I'm talking about, right? Like you'll get the little bar that comes up in the top left yeah. corner sometimes. It does nothing. It's but it's like it gives you medals at the end of the song or something. Oh, you know if it does, I don't know. I just thought it was an aesthetic thing. No, no. It's... I always thought the medals were just based on like how you comboed versus the like. The score you got. So, so on some, basically, if, if I'm understanding it right, the that it was part of, it helped you to unlock stuff quicker. So, depending on the medals, whatever the extra stage mechanic was at the time, you know, if you, the game will say, okay, this particular part of this song is really difficult. So we'll keep a, a bar going, a gauge, and maybe may, word. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? I did. Yeah, so those were like the, the fever phrases or something like that. Yeah, they, they, had, they had a phrase. I knew they were called phrases. They, I think it started in Fantasia. Um, and it was like it would give you some points towards like your end of song goes towards extra stage, basically. Yeah, okay. Uh, like if you, if you comboed this fever phrase, I think it's a fever phrase. You'd get some points, and and then you'd be that much closer to getting a guaranteed extra stage. Uh, but they were only at, like they were only active on Fantasia songs in Fantasia. So if you played older stuff that didn't, didn't exist there, I remember that much. Yeah, so like I I feel like that concept. I don't I don't think anything predates it. No, I don't. But that concept's been around for a minute, so that's that's why I was happy to see it in Gidadora, like the way they implemented it. Because, oh yeah, I remember that. It's pretty neat. I liked hearing about the phrase combo when it first came out because I'm like, oh my god, the combo thing I had such a problem with might go away, but it kind of (laughs) didn't. Basically, you still you still need to be good. (laughs) You still got to get good. Yeah, don't miss. If you full combo everything, then you don't have to worry about it. all those mechanics are are not. <laughs> you have to worry about anything at all. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Full combo everything. I mean, they used to do that, right? Like fifth mix and sixth mix had like combo bonuses. For uh, yeah, I was gonna. Well, wasn't that fourth mix? Uh, b- b- I know you couldn't get a an A. You couldn't get the highest score. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the highest you can get if you break combos up B in fourth mix. Which that and then you get an A for all comboing, and you get a double A for all perfect. Well, I miss border bonus. Yeah, see? There used to be border bonus. I'm trying to get a border bonus. You know you get more points that way. Or giddy giddy bonus on uh, Poppin. Very close. Very close. Speaking of top rankers, again, there was definitely a dude who won a song because he got the, the giddy giddy bonus. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have lost, but he got more points for the giddy giddy bonus. That's like a Mario Party win, right there. Dude, can you imagine how livid people would be if they added that to 2DX? <laughs> added it back, you mean? Yeah, added it back. Yeah, it, it used to give you money for it. You used to get money yep. for it. Five thousand seven hundred thirty. It was in Beat Mania Five Key as well. That was, that was yeah. not. That was not a negligible amount of score. You could get, actually go. I think you could go over. What was it? The the two million or whatever. Yeah. We have it now. Yeah. yeah. If you get yeah, ex, you if you get if you get extra pours to lower your life on purpose before the end of a song. Whoa! Did you guys hear that? 
there also used to be a perfect bonus for getting uh like greats of just greats. Did five key ever have the X score? Uh, uh not unless you hand calculated it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think the even had courses. like uh no the courses No, courses were all money score too. Yeah. Okay. Five key didn't really do any of that. EX score, right? What's that? Which one didn't? Six style. Because that's what I played with Cho on the beat. It didn't exist as something you could display. I don't remember it yeah. being something that could be displayed until like ninth or 10th. I've yeah. seen footage of like fourth style CS with it. I think it's in courses though, like an expert mode. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's been a minute since I played that stuff. Oh but yeah. man, you might be right. Yeah. I- I'm, I'm starting sure, to remember I'm that. Sure it was an expert mode yeah. Thing. I think it replaced the money score on the bottom when you played. It would say EX, but I'm not too sure. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been a minute. EX is what's up now, though. Yeah, I was about to say, it doesn't matter anymore. We're in the 21st century. We're in the, oh, in the rooted most, century. Most of the games were made in the 21st century. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> you know, I'm probably, you... One, I'm probably one of the only people who actually don't care about EX, and I really like seeing my money score. Because when I see a 188 or 187, I'm like, ooh, did I get the AAA? I don't know. And then it's kind of like a, a nice little surprise afterwards. I do, I do remember I that you're suspense. Right. You get that, like, 187, 188, like, right on the border. You're like, oh, what did I get? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. They, they were, in 4th style, all they gave you was, like, the picture, and there was no letter grades back then. So you had to, they like... They didn't have letter grades until 6th style. Yeah, you had to sort well, of... Well, I think they gave you a letter grade in Expert. Right. Based on the total EX, but mm-hmm. you, in normal song play, you didn't get it. It was just like, I did good, I, th- I think. Subaltex <laughs> <laughs> used to be like that, too, where it would be like, if, if you were 977, you might have the AAA, like before they started doing S's. Oh, dude, that. that was so terrible. I remember that on, on Gravity Wars. It was so dumb. I don't even know how it calculated it, because I would get like, a nine seven seven with a full bar, and I would still not get like a triple A. Well, the reason so the reason it happened in all the games we've mentioned previously is because they would weight later notes higher than earlier notes. Right. So is that something that happened on SDVX until recently? I mean, but it no other game did this in 2016. You know what I mean? So it, it would surprise me. But you know, I, I money know. score still does that to this day. Yeah, but no one uses money score, right? Well, yeah. But I'm assuming that the grade doesn't use money score either. So yeah, as I'm, I'm saying, I'm assuming that the grade in SDVX doesn't use the money score. Just like the grade in DDR back in like Max, Max Two, Extreme didn't use the money score to calculate. Well, that's the, grade. the thing is the money score was the accurate part. Oh, the grade really? was the non-accurate. Part. Oh, that's D- so weird. DDR Ace still uses money score for grading. Money score is a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, I'm the saying ca- it's perfect. The, the calculations are modified so that they actually, they actually yeah. make a bit more like, sense. A, a, a step in the beginning of the song does not penalize oh, yeah, you less than a step the, later in the song. Yeah. Yeah, max, max 1, wasn't it? That's like Max, Max 2, Extreme. Supernova had it too. Wasn't there that long? No, no, Supernova did not. Supernova used money score for, for grade, but yeah. it was at least fairer. Like, any a perfect always gave you the same amount of score given a song. It was no just a ridiculously was. skewed system, like towards. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, it was. It was uh, like it's still a lot more fair than what Extreme did. But as far as I know, like, oh, yeah. they didn't really fix the whole skewing thing until after Supernova too. I know, like fourth and fifth style had to, sure. had to even wait for every step. I, like, I remember Supernova. I'm sorry. I remember Supernova being pretty fair. It's just I remember maybe a lot of people were complaining they weren't getting double A's because you used to get minus points in the extreme for like misses. Like misses were like minus ten or something stupid like that, right? And and so because of that, the double A threshold was like ninety three percent, and then in Supernova they upped it to ninety five percent because goods and lower didn't remove any of your score. I know a lot of people who are used to full comboing everything and then they got to, uh, and they would get double A's and then they got the supernova and they'd full combo it. And it's like, that would have been a double A in the old game, but it's just because the standard's different now. 
I think it was fixed in Supernova 2, but Supernova, the original, had a really weird skew. Like, Supernova 2 onwards is mostly what we're using, just with slightly different uh, ratios for whether goods count or not. Yeah. I think, did goods even give you a score now? I guess they probably have since 2013. They it do for money your, score. It keeps your combo, but I don't think it gives you EX. It, it does, I think it does at least now. I thought it was great, not one EX anymore, though. Well, yeah, okay, it doesn't give you EX score, it gives you money score, but your grade is based off your money score. Yeah, that's how it is. DDR is weird AF. <laughs> yeah, I will it. say, as like an ace, I will defend its money score because it is a good shorthand for worldwide leaderboards. It's not good for head-to-head competition, but for its intended purpose of worldwide leaderboards, like, it's great because it encourages you to aim for great or good full commas first, then great full commas, then perfect full commas. It encourages that step up of of uh, all those st- steps without having to sh- drown you in four different ca- scores or whatever. That's, that's. I mean, that, I, I'm fine with that. I I don't hate the money score in DDR. I just think it's kind of weird how they handled stuff. I'd say I'd say that Ace is, is the most sensible by far in regards to money score. Well, in Ace's money score, it's basically X score for like up to excellence, right? And then for Fantastics. Or marvelous. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're called in DDR. It's <laughs> <laughs> marvelous. It's oh, just like the minus guy. one. <laughs> sorry, I played ITG at TJ's house yesterday, so it's kind of in my brain. I'm so sorry. I wish oh. I could have been there. Ender Groove is hard, but DDR is fun. So <laughs> stop. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, uh, we are a little over on the podcast timing, and two ridiculously huge thunderbolts just hit. I don't know if you guys heard that in the recording, but it like shook my house. So I'm not hearing it in the. No, it's not. It's not raining here. I'm. I'm going to go ahead and play it safe, and at least cut the recording off now. <laughs> and but you guys are welcome to stick around and talk more about All right. that DDR. ITG but is only streams. It, ITG <laughs> is bracketing. <clears throat> Dishwashing. <clears throat> It's this East Coast, East Coast bracket attack. It's uh, in the groove, as we found out in an earlier podcast, in the groove is putting plastic bags on your shoes and then fill, filling them to the brim with baby powder. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, but yeah. Just a, thank, thank you guys. Uh, I'm not going to be recording a show next week because, again, I'll be out of town, but I appreciate you listening and I'll be back in a couple of weeks. And so from all of us here at the uh, Georgia Music Gamers Podcast, I just want to say goodbye. Wait. You guys can say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.